WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, January 14th, 2021. President Donald Trump made history yesterday, becoming the only president to be impeached twice. WPGU's Jane Knight reports on what comes next for a tumultuous Washington. The House of Representatives impeached President Donald Trump Wednesday for inciting the violent insurrection at the Capitol last week, making President Trump the first president in United States history to be impeached twice. All 222 Democrats in the House voted for President Trump's impeachment, and 10 Republicans joined. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi signed the article of impeachment and told reporters that the House's vote exhibits that not even the president is above the law. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell urged it is not possible to complete an impeachment trial before President Trump leaves office next week. McConnell, who reportedly said last week that he believes President Trump committed impeachable offenses according to the New York Times, expressed that it is in the best interest of the nation for the Senate to only focus on an orderly transfer of power. If the trial is delayed, the newly Democratic-led Senate will hold a vote to convict or acquit President Trump. If convicted, President Trump would be denied benefits given to former presidents and be unable to run for office in the future. For WPGU News, this is Jane Knight. After the firing of former head football coach Lovey Smith last month, Rhett Bielma, Smith's successor, has been trying to gain rapport among alumni. WPGU's Tara Mobasher has more on Bielma's endeavors for outreach. Head football coach at the U of I, Brett Belima, is slated to host a Q&A with the university's alumni today at 4 via Zoom. The discussion was organized by the University of Illinois Alumni Association and the Division of Intercollegiate Athletics, who offer these types of events on the third Friday of every month. Upcoming events will be presented on February 19th, March 19th, April 6th, and May 21st. Those interested in today's Q&A have until 1 p.m. to register for the Zoom session. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. The 102nd Illinois General Assembly was inaugurated yesterday, and along with the newly sworn-in members, Illinois House Democrats voted on a new Speaker of the House. After several Democratic caucus votes, Emmanuel Chris Welch, a representative from the Chicago suburb of Hillside, secured the inauguration to become the first black Speaker of the Illinois House. Welch dethroned the longtime Speaker Michael Madigan, who has held the position for the last 40 years. Also on Wednesday, the Illinois Senate passed the HB 163 Criminal Justice Reform Bill, 32-23. The bill, if passed by the House and signed by Governor Pritzker, would eliminate cash bail, qualified immunity for police officers, change police misconduct record-keeping, and require body cameras for all police officers. Though vaccines for COVID-19 now exist and are available to the public, their rollout has been much more strained than Americans had hoped. WPGU's Ann McEwen reports on the state of Illinois' attempts at transparency in vaccine distribution. As of January 13th, 8,219 vaccines have been administrated in Champaign County, and 525 people, or 0.25% of the population, are fully vaccinated. The Illinois Department of Public Health is releasing new COVID-19 vaccination data. Data on the IDPH website includes the number of doses administrated, the vaccination rate per population, what percentage of the population is fully vaccinated, and information on COVID-19 community vulnerability. 
These include indicators such as socioeconomic status, household composition, type of housing and transportation, epidemiological facts, as well as access to health care. Updated vaccination data can be found on the IDPH website. From WPGU News, I'm Ann McEwen. At least 10 members of the Capitol Police are under investigation for alleged misconduct during the siege of the Capitol building last Wednesday, and at least two have been suspended. The investigation, which is currently being led by the FBI, is centered around allegations that officers may have enabled the crowd storming of the building. Specifically, the probe is examining an incident caught on camera in which an officer appears to be taking a selfie with one of the extremists inside the building, as well as another incident in which officers may have directed assisted the extremists in their efforts to enter the building. No arrests have been made as of yet, but the investigation is ongoing. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.